0: Hello! Welcome to Tay 2 Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Paper Rings from Lover. And today, we are discussing the song Bigger Than the Whole Sky from Midnight's 3am edition.
1: Given the subject matter of this song of grief in a lot of different forms, we just wanted to issue a content warning for a variety of discussions on grief and loss, but also specifically discussions of miscarriage and pregnancy loss. We love you all and we understand if this episode might not be for you at this time.
0: Mm -hmm. Bigger Than the Whole Sky is the 15th track on Midnight's 3am edition.
1: Midnight's was released on October 21st, 2022, and the 3am edition was released at... (gasps) 3 a.m. on October 21st. Mm -hmm. This song was co-written by our guy, Jack Antonoff.
0: Our guy. Bigger Than the Whole Sky has not been performed live. No, nor
1: do I think it will be on the side Probably
0: will not ever be performed live, I'm Unless
1: it's for some kind of, like, a benefit or something of that nature.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Devin, Mm -hmm. what do you
1: think about Bigger Than the Whole Sky?
0: Uh, I cannot even begin to comprehend the pain that's behind this song. I will say that it's incredibly atmospheric. The beginning sort of sounds like the wind and actually reminds me, we just saw Wakanda Forever this weekend and there was a whole opening credits with the sound of the wind in the ocean and the beach uh, as a tribute to Chadwick Boseman. It was completely silent except for those sounds um, and it was an incredible moment for for him, and that was very interesting. That that was also the choice for the sound, and I guess it's a very soothing, calming mm. sound. Yeah, and reverent. There's a lot of imagery in this song as well about like the ocean, and I just thought that was really interesting that the two were the same. Yeah, and you know, this song is an incredible memorial for someone or something that we may never know what or who this could be about. Yeah. At first, I thought this song was about losing her masters, and then on multiple re-listens, I think it's too heartbreaking, and it's too sad to not be about someone. Mm-hmm. The process about her masters is obviously incredibly painful, but this just feels like an extra layer of pain. Yeah. Like, really visceral, mm-hmm. and I just don't think that this song would be about that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Taylor's voice is so depressive on mm. this song. It's really heartbreaking to just listen to her sing. And even, even though she's trying to find some hope and solace in the song and with the lyrics, there isn't much there. Yeah. You know, it's, it's some, it's thoughts that she doesn't believe. Like, you know, it's, it's sadness and, I, you know, I never will get to meet you. And it's just like depression. Yeah, it's it's
1: grief and mourning. Yeah. Yeah.
0: A lot of her songs have, like, a hopeful twist Mm. on them, and and this one just doesn't.
1: Yeah. Like, her really sad songs are the ones that don't. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I really want to know about the line, did some bird flap its wings over in Asia? It's incredibly specific, and I googled it and was trying to find out about flapping birds over in Asia, and... The only thing that sort of worked was origami mm. and paper cranes. However, it's the opposite because usually with a thousand paper cranes, you get to make a wish. And mm-hmm. once your wish comes true, I would assume that this person's wish would be to have this person back. Yeah. And that's not the case. And so, uh, this very, very specific image is that specific to this person? Is it specific to the situation? Gossip
1: Gab has an answer, has an idea to that lyric. Yeah.
0: Okay. Also, using the would have been, could have been, should have been, you like her song. Would have, could have, should have, would have, could, would have, should have, could have, would have. Yeah. Would have should have no. (laughs)
1: Would have could have. Would have (laughs) could have should have. No. Would have would have should have (laughs) could have. Oh my god, that just really messed with my brain. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I thought that there could be a relation between the two songs because that's very specific as well. well. And Taylor doesn't do anything by accident, and so having the exact same words and those kinds of lines, but the the addition of been makes it different. It's weird. It's like, would have been, yeah.
1: I explore that too. Okay. In Gossip Girl.
0: So just a a beautiful tribute, and I think that this song could potentially be used for a lot of funerals going Mm -hmm. forward, uh, memorials. That sort of thing, I feel like a lot of people are going to use this song in that way. Yeah, um, feel it, yeah. You know. Sadly. Gab, what do you think of this one?
1: So I really like how serene and ethereal the production of the song is. And you're right, it does have kind of like a soothing, calming effect almost. I also like that, like whatever the effect is on Taylor's voice in the song as well. hmm But it's interesting, too, the word you use, depressive, with her voice. Yeah, like her voice is very in one, one place. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I think the lyrics to the song are really beautiful and devastating. I think it's a very well-written song. I just find it hard to listen to because it is so sad. And, like, kind of stays so sad. Yeah. I think that the lyric, every single thing I touch becomes sick with sadness, is one of the saddest lyrics Taylor has ever written. For sure. Like, thinking that, like, everything around her is grief or sick or dying and that somehow maybe she's linked to the cause or it's that's really dark Mm. line i feel like it speaks to like a very full of grief mindset and depress depression mindset Mm -hmm. so the first time i listened to this song it immediately made me think of soon you'll get better another extremely sad song of taylor's And I got really worried about Taylor's mom, Andrea. Oh, yeah. As far as we know, right now, Andrea's okay. And then also on further listens, it definitely seemed like a death of a life not fulfilled. Mm. Specifically the lyrics, you were more than just a short time Mm -hmm. and I'm never going to meet what could have been, would have been, should have been you. Mm -hmm. So that made me think that this is about not someone who lived into their 60s or older, sure. like, this is about maybe someone whose life got cut shorter than yeah, it should have been. a short been. time. And, you know, I think the song's really beautiful, and that I hope it's provided people with comfort, mm-hmm. um, who've listened to it and maybe felt their grief in the song.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, Dev, do you relate to Bigger Than The Whole Sky?
0: Thankfully, I cannot really relate to this song in any super specific way, I've obviously had loss in my life, but I don't think to this sort of extent. Mm-hmm. And gossip gab is going to get into it, but like, there's just no way to comprehend this sort of pain. Yeah, that we think this is about. Yeah, gab, do you relate?
1: Um, I also don't relate in a very specific way. I definitely have experienced a lot of grief in my life, though. So I can, like, relate to the themes of the song and the sadness. And, like, the idea of saying goodbye to someone who left a huge mark on your life. Yeah. That, like, you know, they were bigger to you than the whole sky. And, like, the lyric, I've got a lot to live without, I think, is really relatable. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, this idea of a life cut short in that way, I can I can't directly relate to. But there are people in my life who I love, who can
0: relate yes. to that.
1: Yeah. And so you can empathize with those people who you love and yeah. what their grief is.
0: Yeah. Well, now we get to the segment of Gossip Girl.
1: So we know that Bigger Than the Whole Sky is about grief and mourning. There are multiple interpretations of that grief. And I think that Taylor purposely left it open-ended. Mm-hmm. I think that like if this song speaks to you and your experience and provides you with any comfort, I think that's like a really beautiful thing and one of the most powerful things that music can do. For sure. Um, so I'm going to share some theories on the song that I've seen across the internet. But it's not saying that there's been any confirmation of what the song is about. So it's like... If it speaks to you and your grief and your situation, like, that's beautiful.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I don't think we're ever going to know if this song is about an experience that Taylor experienced or about a loved one experience. And I think that that's okay. We don't need to know For sure. that. You know, mm-hmm. the feeling and the emotion comes across no matter what. So the first theory that's been really like big on the internet is that the song is about miscarriage um, or pregnancy loss or loss of a child. This song resonated with this community on TikTok and um, it went viral with some women sharing their experiences and relating to this song specifically. Mm-hmm. And I think this definitely fits with those lyrics that we mentioned before, with the you were more than just a short time, and I'm never gonna meet mm-hmm. what should have been, could have been you, mm-hmm. it also, like, if we're talking about really sad Taylor songs, I can't help but also think about Ronin mm-hmm. when I hear this song and think about the lyric, you were my best four years. Like, this song feels like it's exploring a similar... Idea to mm-hmm. me. I think that people speaking about their loss and how the song provided them with comfort is really huge because a lot of people, you know, experience loss in this way, whether it's miscarriage or child loss or pregnancy loss. Like, it's very little talked about. So, I think that, like, so many people go through this type of grief that I think knowing you're not alone can hopefully provide some help or some comfort. Yeah, Uh, just knowing that it's it's much more common than people even know. And it's this and I think she really explores this idea of that grief, specifically that idea of like, what could have been what what the rest of the life could have been that you're mourning. So it's like, you're not just even mourning your loss, you're mourning the future. Uh, And that's, I think that's like a really real devastating feeling. Absolutely. So another theory about this song uh, stems from the use of the lyrics could have been, would have been, should have been you, as Devin was talking about, because there's another 3am song called would have, should have, could have, you know, and the parallel use of this language definitely feels intentional, you know, and given that it's Mm Taylor, like, I think we should assume it's intentional, right? So, like, given that and the subject matter of would have, could have, should have, a lot of people feel like this song might be Taylor, like, mourning her girlhood mm. and who she used to be or could have been had things gone differently
0: mm-hmm.
1: potentially because that's kind of like the idea of that song sure and things that you regret from your past so it's like maybe like she's mourning who she was before the things she regrets yeah and like both this song bigger than the whole sky and would have could have should have have religious imagery and like we know taylor used to be more much more religious Mm -hmm. so also that idea too of like mourning that version of herself i don't know it could be
0: yeah yeah
1: that the use of that language is
0: just it's too you know and I didn't even notice it until you
1: pointed it out to
0: me. And and how how it's on the same album, and it's both three AM songs, and it's like, is there a correlation? You know.
1: Yeah, and I I don't know. I feel yeah. like there sh- should be because she doesn't really choose words uh, by accident.
0: Yeah, or she's
1: just exploring this idea of would have, could have, should have. Yeah, that could be too. And then like what you said, the whole masters thing. Some people did feel that theory too, of like what she lost, who she's. Like was when she was a child signing the contract and losing her masters, which she's explored a lot. And I think there are other songs on this album that maybe explore that idea. I don't know. I don't feel like this one is like, I, f- I feel similarly to you.
0: Yeah. Could this potentially be a Jack song that he gave to her? <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's another very interesting venue very. too, because he's had a lot of loss in his life as well.
1: That's really interesting. And I have heard, you know, cause they co-write together mm-hmm. and that they explore different ideas together yeah. and like, a lot of times when Taylor writes with Jack, we all are thinking about, what, like, what is it in Taylor's life? But mm-hmm. it could be inspired by Jack. And for those that don't know, Jack lost his sister at age 18. Yeah. So that's a massive, life-changing loss. Yeah. So I could see I could see that, too, because that is a short time, you yeah. know? And that's, like, a life cut too soon. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an interesting thought that, like, we don't think about enough, I think, with co-writes.
0: Mm-hmm. And how incredible that, like, this song, being left open-ended, like you said can potentially fulfill some sort of catharsis and 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 comfort for it any circumstance yeah you know yeah. it could be about all of the above yeah that we've talked about yeah you know? it could be there could be aspects of all of it
1: absolutely and I do think that like that is also the case often with songwriting it's inspired by all sorts of different feelings experiences stories yeah 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 I think so in regards to exploring religion the lyric did some force take you because I didn't pray it feels very similar to to me to desperate people find faith so now I pray to Jesus too from soon sure. you'll get better and how when you're you know devastated and facing loss you kind of you reach for whatever idea can provide you with some comfort or mm-hmm. make you make you feel like you're doing something active yeah. when maybe there's not even anything it's all out of your hands there's nothing you, you can do yeah so that idea of feeling desperate like can can I do something
0: yeah yeah and so maybe people will do turn to religion yeah. In times of struggle and crisis. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. I also um, have heard there is a TikTok trend of people playing this song when a beloved pet passes. Aww. So that's, you know, another life that sadly lives for only a short that's time. true. Okay, so the lyric, did some bird flap its wings over in Asia? Oh,
0: okay, okay. Relates to the
1: idea of the butterfly effect. So, like... The butterfly effect is this idea that something happening far away from you could change the trajectory of your whole life.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So, like, this is uh, like a de- definition quote The butterfly effect rests on the idea that the world is deeply interconnected, mm-hmm. such that one small occurrence can influence a much larger complex system. Mm. The effect is named after an allegory for chaos theory. It evokes the idea that a small butterfly flapping its wings could hypothetically cause a typhoon. Hmm. So it's like this idea, like this tragedy, like, you know, of like a typhoon, like this idea. It's like an analogy, like some bird flapping its wings over in Asia. Did it lead to some chain of events that caused this tragedy of me losing you?
0: Hmm. It's just
1: like grasping it.
0: Yeah. Whatever. Interesting. I feel like, mm, okay, I feel like that's totally plausible.
1: You're not buying it. I'm not
0: buying it though, because like I I just think it's too It's
1: extremely specific. Too specific. So if anyone has like more of an idea of that line, let us know.
0: But like that that makes that that does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know? um, and, and because like that's totally a thing is yeah, are you're looking for any sort of reason. Yeah, and that's like Is it because I didn't pray? Is it because some yeah some this bird. butterfly yeah. effect? You know, like Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it also, like that specific lyric, also made me think of this young adult fiction book that I'd read. Mm. Um, it's called The Astonishing Color of After um, mm. by Emily XR Pan. And the main character in it starts to see her mother as this red bird after Mm -hmm. her mother tragically dies. Mm -hmm. And it eventually leads her to Taiwan to learn about her family's history. And there's some magical realism in there and stuff. Hmm. I don't know. The second I heard the lyric, it made me think about that book. I don't know if, like, Taylor's read that book. I don't really Hmm. know if she's a YA reader. We know she likes to read, like, the classics, like Rebecca and stuff. Yeah. Um, So I don't really know. But it just, like, made me think about that as someone who had read that book. Mm. And, like, it could be something where it's, like, this idea of the butterfly effect, but also this idea, maybe she read something where there's some kind of, like, a spiritual story. About, yeah. About some kind of, I don't know,
0: spirit bird? Yeah, but a (laughs) a bird flapping its wings to cause... This person to leave to to die.
1: Yeah, that's why I feel like the butterfly effect theory seems the mm-hmm. most likely, mm-hmm. and like the use of Asia in, in terms of like a faraway yeah. place. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, it feels like a weirdly specific lyric yeah. in the midst of a non-specific. Exactly.
0: Song. Yes.
1: Yeah. Well, and I don't know, like, if there's some kind of um, religion where there's bird iconography. Mm. If anyone knows of that, let us know. Yeah. Other than like Egyptian, I know a little bit with bird stuff, but that's not
0: mm-hmm. Asia.
1: Yeah. So it, it it's a very interesting lyric that I'd I'd love to know more about.
0: Yeah, for sure. So yeah. if any if anyone, seriously, anyone has any ideas about that, please let us know.
1: Yeah. Devin, what's your favorite line in Bigger Than the Whole Sky?
0: Every single thing to come has turned into ashes. Ugh, that's really Ugh, sad. God. It's just, yeah, it's everything that she touches is pain and suffering and ash. It's just like, so sad. Yeah. Oh, what about you? What is your favorite line?
1: So I love this line, where it fits in the song and also how it kind of has maybe two meanings. So it's, So I'll say words I don't believe. Mm -hmm. The two meanings for me is, like, words I don't believe. I'm in disbelief that I lost you and I'm saying goodbye. Yeah. You know, because after that she says goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Like, I don't even believe this. Like, why is this my reality? And then also, I think, because it comes after the prayer stuff, I'll say words I don't believe. Like. I will pray for you because that is worth it to me, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. I'll save religions. I'll beg for your life Mm -hmm. because, like, that's – I don't want to say goodbye.
0: Yeah, totally. Two Um, meanings there for sure.
1: Yeah, and I I relate to that line, so I'll say words I don't believe. Like, I don't really know my belief system. We don't have to get into that here, but I do know (laughs) that I never believe in heaven more or that, like, spirits are looking down on you more than when I lose someone I love. For sure. And it's a very comforting idea to know that and to think yeah. that. And so, like, I'll say words I don't believe. And even, like, prayers, you know? It's it's really interesting to be someone, like, who was not raised religious, but to also, like, sometimes pray, but you don't really yeah. know what you're praying to. It's interesting. Yeah. And, like, the a belief or, like, in the universe or... So I find that lyric really interesting and really relatable. Yeah. Okay, Devin. From 1 to 10 Whole Skies, what do you rate bigger than the whole sky.
0: You know, I don't know I don't know if we can rate this. Mm you know? Okay. I, I don't I just don't know. That feels wrong.
1: <laughs> I feel that. So do we want to maybe not rate some of the saddest like i think yeah like, this song Ronin, and soon you'll get better like yeah. i feel like those are like the i feel
0: like those are the three like top hits of her saddest songs yeah
1: they're <laughs> just truly sad you know
0: like i just don't think that this can be rated like i, I mean in terms of like listenability yeah. like it's not very listenable for me because mm-hmm. it's just so upsetting and like I'm I'm not gonna listen to it too many times yeah you know I it's a gorgeous song and yeah and it, it's written for a very specific reason she wrote it and it means a lot and it is hopefully providing comfort to a lot of people and yeah. and I just don't think that it can be rated you know
1: yeah I agree I like that yeah and just appreciate it just, like enjoy the song yeah and, uh, or like listen to the song when you need it mm-hmm which goes, like, also goes to say, like, if you can listen to this song and it doesn't affect you in that way, that's yeah. okay too, you yeah, know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I think that's really fair.
0: So, a whole bunch of whole skies.
1: All of the whole skies. <laughs> <laughs> listen along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at T-Z Podcast and give us your thoughts. You know, like, let us just know if the song speaks to you or not. You don't have to go into detail or anything, um, but just know we're here and we love you.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, and remember, you can find exclusive bonus content on our Patreon at patreon.com/slash Z podcast. Thank you, as always, to all of our patrons.
0: Yes, you are the absolute, absolute best. Well, next episode, we'll be covering Dear Reader from Midnight's 3 a.m. edition. We're really
1: on a 3 a.m. run. You know, we gotta
0: gotta get through. There's 12 of them that we had to get through in order to catch back up. Yeah, we
1: passed most of them. We passed a lot of them. (laughs) Come hang with
0: us. (laughs) I'm Devin. I'm Gab. This has been Tay to Z.
1: Thanks for listening. See you next time.